0: You're listening to Always Open, number 90. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit RoosterTeeth.com.
1: Whoa! Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Always Open. Glad you're back. I've missed you. It's been a whole week, but more time for us since we pre-recorded a couple episodes, so we've missed you. Uh, I'm your host, Barbara Donkelman, and with me today, I have some fun-ass people.
0: Hey, my name is Jeff Ramsey, and I'm one of those people.
2: Yeah, you are. Just my second, it's my time now. Not, I'm not done yet.
0: It's my second time on your show. <laughs> Boom. It is. Greg, I bequeath the rest of the Someone's time first to
2: time. You. Hey, everybody, it's me, Greg Miller. This is my first time on this show. Please yeah. go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny.
3: Lower third. Please! <laughs> What's up? It's me, your friendly neighborhood, uh, Andy Cortez. Go okay. to
2: kindoffunny.com. Kindafunny.com. Right That's it's fine. It's perfect. Nailed it.
1: Patreon.com slash Patreon.com slash if you like
2: games, patreon.com slash games. And you might say, I don't want to give you any money. I don't really like you that much. Just go to fucking YouTube and subscribe. All right? There's a kinda funny channel a kinda funny games, Cost you nothing. Help me out.
1: Easy. No one is better at promoting their stuff God. than you. You know, you might uh you might contain no a heart or run for her money.
0: No one's more persistent, I'll say that. <laughs> that's the thing. And that's what I'll get you with
2: is the tenacity. You yeah. might not like the content, you might never watch the shows, but you're like, "You know what? I respect it
0: enough to do it." You're like a yeah. uh, you kind of like a fungus.
2: Sure? Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely I'm definitely a barnacle on the side of the rooster teeth ship as it makes growing. its way across the internet w- landscape. But
1: it's like a fungus that everyone loves. Yeah, yeah
2: like well, well, I literally grow on you. That's the, I think a lot of people don't like me in the start and then they get there in the end.
1: See, right? I, th- I liked you right from the start. Thank you very I much. I knew.
2: Thank you. I knew yeah. got you. Drew's, right. Drew's still out for me. Yeah, yeah okay yeah okay yeah. it's well because it's now this Nick's is where you win it. him over yeah, okay, good. on this show I'll do it
1: I'm very happy to have you finally we've me been too meaning to get you on the show for it's literally since it started
3: since yeah. it started yeah, yeah
2: it's always been scheduling we've tried we yeah, always we have, have these tried. emails where it almost even, happens even
3: this this moment here with you having us being here with us yeah, yeah. It was hard to get exactly yeah. I
2: think we scheduled it for December and then at yeah. the last <laughs> second had to bail out and move it there. and
1: then it almost didn't happen in January too because yeah. of other filming stuff. Conflicts. What, uh, the cosmos have aligned, and here we are. Exactly. Did you say fine ass or fun ass?
2: Yeah, that's what I wasn't sure.
1: I said fine ass. Okay. But, but also fun tell. ass. What's a fun ass? Just asses that are fun.
2: <laughs> are you playing bongos on them? Yeah. Oh, that was? All right, cool. I can tell with that. You
1: guys do that on your significant others, right?
2: Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: Playing bongos? Yeah.
0: I used to. That's why I'm divorced. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Happy to have you that's back. <laughs> Thanks for coming on again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Pleasure to have you guys. Absolutely. Um, so let's get things started with our with our special shot that we Mariel has We have a very special prepared. shot in special shot glasses um, mm-hmm. that I can't really quite show you, but they're in the shape of lips. We can show you afterwards, top. maybe. Yeah, we'll show you after we drink it. But uh, this one is submitted by Mariel Salcedo, Where's and it's that? the Diet Coke shot. That is a literal shot of Diet Coke <laughs> and nothing else.
0: I gotta say, it's the first shot I've taken in about two years. So there you go. Oh, thank well, thank I you. To I'm to happy join to join do us. it. I yeah, I appreciate it. You ready to party, yeah, doggy
1: you see them?
3: They're kind of shaped like lips. There you go. Look at that. No. Diet
0: Coke. Terrible. It's like a like a October 2017 vintage. Oh yeah, mm. good, year. So. yeah. good year. Good year. Coke feel. In diet soda, we go in months. Oh okay, uh, my yeah. apologies, my yeah. apologies. That's yeah. well, all right.
1: That's
3: delicious. Yeah, we, we always know. we always take our shot at the beginning of the of the show, and I figured
1: why not take a shot we can all take. Yeah. It's called it the shot out. Because I'd look for any excuse (laughs) to have a pun.
0: Sure, that's a good one. Uh,
1: Um, But those shot glasses were actually made by the same person who made this new box of issues. This fell off, we'll glue that back on Uh, uh, Wait, Eric broke that. Eric Eric broke it. Eric broke that too. It's from our uh, friend Aiden Yardley Jones. Yes. Who uh, made also that one back there you could
3: see in the Y. He made that light and he also made that one behind Barbara. Yeah. See that too? That one right there. I don't know how camera. Master of his craft.
0: He probably doesn't know this, but if you make three more things legally, you work for Richard. Oh, really? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I'm just that's so congratulations. Happened. Yeah. You know,
2: you made them like four things already. I got a, I got a, I got a logo too. Oh. You know, just it's saying. not hard. Just make something for us. you know Give a...
0: stops with you. No. <laughs> just, you,
2: you, you don't, know, you don't know the logo? Come on over. Yeah. Funny dot com. Just <laughs> launching a whole bunch of new shows. All sorts of crazy. Can we
1: just stuff replace happen? Greg's face with a kind of funny logo? Oh. The, right. the whole show. The whole show. Oh, I like how they're like, we have a quick turnaround on this All episode, right, hey, hey, hey. no editing.
2: <laughs> hey, can we do something incredibly complicated
1: <laughs> right now? All right, well, let's get things started with our first game, which is called Cupidity. For those of you who don't know, and Greg, since it's your first time on the show, this is a game where we've taken questions from Okay Cupid, and then we ask each of you, rapid-fire oh. style, each of the questions, and you kind of just have to answer the first thing that comes to mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Got it. Um, you could go into a little bit of elaboration if you'd like, or... Quick yes or no answer kind of thing.
0: You have to, yeah, You should spell it out because Greg and I are verbose. That's true. Mm-hmm. We'll talk. We're, you we'll know, we'll run with it. We both have had
2: to, and often every week, have to carry a podcast. So we're aware of what it's like to, have to talk. Well, I very mean, strong
0: shoulders. You know. There
1: is a no point system whatsoever to it. Good. So okay. really, you could do whatever the fuck you want. You oh, don't okay. have to answer any questions if you don't want to, but uh, Ooh, please do. We've never had that.
2: <laughs> pass. Don't <stand> pass. <laughs> I don't want to incriminate myself pass. pass 25
1: seconds of silence all right Jeff since you're the person next to me would you like to go first uh, no
0: pressure yes <laughs>
1: okay are we ready with our timer this all is right. a, what's this
0: called Cupid, Cupid. Cupidity. cupidity okay
1: all right like and go do you often find yourself worrying about things that you have no control
0: over uh, every day of my life
1: how long does it usually take for you to decide whether or not you like a new acquaintance
0: uh, one second
1: would you still work if you won the lottery yes Do you believe in dinosaurs? Yes. If you were telling someone a story that you had told them before, how would you prefer that they react?
0: Uh, uh, with the appropriate aplomb and uh, reverence because my stories are phenomenal.
1: Very good. What a great answer. Yeah. That was a very articulate answer, too. Oh, well, thank you. So uh, you'd still work if you won the lottery.
0: I'll be honest with you, I feel like I won the lottery about 10 years ago. So Uh, not financially, (laughs) not financially. But, yeah, um, I can't, like, I think about this all the time, especially now that I'm become, like, an elder statesman of Rich Teeth. And at some (laughs) point, uh, at some point, I will stop, you know, I will hit my 80s and I will have to stop working. Um, But I can't think of anything I would rather do than this every day of my life. It's like being handed the keys to a grown-up playground. Yeah. I don't know what amount of money, uh, I don't know what money could give me that I don't already have here. Other than better clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, we,
1: we could always use.
0: Sure. Um, Don't you design most of your own shirts? Yes, I do.
2: This is one of them.
0: Just make sure I understood.
1: This is a great look you got going on. Oh, thanks. Style's been uh, on point
0: lately. That's a, a case in point. Like, it, even if I were starting to get bored, there's like a, a jillion new things to do at Rooster Teeth. Sure.
1: I think about this sometimes, too. I know I'm still too young to be thinking about retirement, but I do think about what the fuck would I do when I'm retired? Yeah. How bored would I be? Yeah. What, what would I do with my time? I have no idea. I think about people who like live in like very secluded kind of areas, mm-hmm. or go, move to like a Mount Florida somewhere, Florida. <laughs> um, and I think like, what are you? Do, what do you do out there? I would want to live in a city where there's always stuff to but do. But then you're old, and you don't like. I don't know, man. You're just
3: tired of doing shit. You've been doing shit your whole life. Yeah, but like, you just wake up. You you do and like, I don't want to do shit, shit anymore. Yeah. Yeah. What
1: would you do when you're retired?
2: When I retire, Yeah. I mean that's the thing. is Will I? I don't know. Like I don't, I don't see. <laughs> yeah. Like I, what I'm lucky enough, right, in the way my career's gone, is that the audience ages with me. And as goofy as it sounds, I really do feel that when we are all 80, there will be an audience of people who want to, other 80-year-olds who want to watch content or whatever this all evolves into or changes yeah. into, where you can still
0: have that community feedback.
1: You'll have, have your uh, uh, denture review show. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> it's, it's kind of an interesting point in time because we're, uh, globally, uh, us in this in this online entertainment industry, we're the forerunners of this thing. Yeah. So there's there's no template to you look at You don't know at. what happens next. So we have yeah, no yeah. idea what's coming. So yeah. yeah, we um we might be working until we die. Yeah. And that might be awesome. I really I, I have no idea what to well, look Well that's the thing is
2: you know you always hear about these people who you know work forever and ever and ever and then they do retire and then they either die or they come out of retirement to go do something else, right? <laughs> like yeah. I can't imagine like my father ever retiring. He's never he's a heavy equipment operator in Chicago, crane operator, building buildings and stuff like that. Like I think I can see him getting moved around and doing different things on the job site, but he'll never
0: stop doing that because I think that's just what drives him the same way work drives me in a lot of ways. Yeah. The thing that I worry about in our industry the most is that I don't, I, 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 I and this worry plagues me. I don't know if creativity is a finite resource or not. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I suspect it probably is. You think so? Yeah. And, and like, like the great writer Philip Roth, he recently, about five years ago, retired from writing. And his answer, I thought, was really painfully honest and great, where people said, he said, could I write another book? Probably. But each book I write gets harder and harder. Mm. And at th- at this point, I feel like I'm just a shadow of who I was 20 years ago. And I don't want to be a diminished version of myself. Sure. And like so, forcing
1: creativity. Yeah. And
0: he's like, yeah. so it's like, I'm in my 70s. It's I've, I've got this body of work. I would love to be as good as I was then, but I don't want to be where I am now. So I'm just going to walk away from it. And mm. just be, have to be happy with what I did. Sure. Because it's just not coming to me in the way that it did.
1: Here's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna save up all my creativity for when I'm retired. There you, there you go. go. I'm gonna write all my books after seven days. <laughs> Very
0: smart. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: bank it. Exactly. No? All right, Mr. Greg, <clears throat> are yes. you ready? Yes. Oh, I, I'm looking at the first question already. I know your answer. All right. And go. When you are cooking, do you closely follow recipes or do you operate more on intuition?
2: Closely follow the recipe.
1: Are you ultimately responsible for your own happiness? Yes. If you had to choose, would you rather spend a year totally isolated from others, or a year without ever being alone? Oh. <laughs> you broke him! Uh, Barbara, you broke him! I'm
2: married. I'm with people. <laughs>
1: uh, how often do you wear underwear? Every day. If you could have... I'll ask you this anyway. Sorry, if, I fucked that one up. You, I, I, I got stumped. You stumped <laughs> me on that Barbara. one. God damn. If you could have brilliant skill at something, would you prefer something practical or something fun? Something fun. Okay.
2: What do I want to make? Learn how to make garden gnomes real well. <laughs> Screw that.
1: Listen, there's there's some person out there who does.
2: I'm sure they enjoy that that's their thing. But yeah. for me, no, I don't want to do that.
1: Um, so Excuse you. Uh, Sorry. It's that, water. that question broke you.
2: Yeah, well, that's you're, a tough one, right? Because I this is what always happens with hypotheticals when we do on the podcast is that then I have 15 follow-ups to them. Yeah. I'm like, well, what does that mean? But does this mean? You know, like like when people are like, oh, you're on a desert island. What game would you want? And it's always like, was well, there? Am I connected to the internet? Is there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, like you know. Completely isolated for a year or surrounded by people all the time. like I feel you know, that should have been easier, probably. but it, the way it was phrased because it does get to be the thing like, man, isolated for a year are all my expenses taken care of? Can I just <laughs> can't I just play games and consume content on my own and not have to worry about anything? Yeah, like then of course, I, I can't be away from Jen for like 30 a, seconds. A, yeah, no, right. Right.
1: yeah I know. we've noticed.
2: She's right over there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that, uh, not to give you any pressure, babe. That's where one a young Andy Cortez sat uh, when I used to do podcasts and look at him now. You might work it kind of I funny get one there. day. You I guys
1: saw, that. Yeah. You
2: guys have some sort of a, like an eyeline requirement, right? To- totally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She, can't, she knows that I, I, I can't be left to my own devices. <laughs> I'm like a three year old. Like, what are you eating? What are you eating? What is that? Put it down. Put it down. Get that out of your mouth.
1: <laughs> it's very cute. I, you, you guys are like one of the cutest couples, I think, in the entire world. Thank you. No offense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, okay. other
2: couples in the world.
1: No uh, offense. Oh, our duck's not the there duck's anymore. duck's gone! We sent the duck away.
3: Where'd it go? Oh, it, it went to our, our extra life winner, our uh, duck that usually sits right behind Barbara, who we absolutely loved. And uh, we replaced, with we
1: replaced him with this
3: tiny duck. duck who has a choker on. Uh, I appreciated yeah.
2: that on the New Year's episode, the duck was also wearing uh, yes, New Year's bling. I think and we after.
3: actually sent him with the New Year's bling nice. too. Oh, did it? So whoever won that, uh, won our duck um,
1: for donating, you're welcome. Um you yeah I was, the cooking question I was curious about cuz you cook a lot yeah you even are going to be doing a cooking show. Yeah, we
2: already did season one of Cooking with Greggy, available now, YouTube.com/slash/Kind of Funny. Uh, and then, you're, yeah, you're,
1: you're
0: setting him up, and he's just. up. Yeah. if you didn't know that it's also, you know, we're doing fundraising month here all throughout yeah, January, yeah. Patreon.com/slash/Kind what, what if I liked Cooking with Greggy, but I wanted to support you monetarily in some way because I liked it that much?
2: Wow, what a great question, Jeff. If you like <laughs> Kind of Funny content or Greg Miller shenanigans, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/Kind of Funny, where for the month of January we're raising money for Kind of Funny's future. That includes a world tour. So far, we're going across wow. the nation and into Canada and now we are building towards stretch goals of London and Australia
1: yeah where in Canada
2: uh what's the one right across from Seattle Vancouver that's <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I'm better about I know Quebec really well yeah. but outside of that it always gets confusing for me does,
3: uh, does Andy Cortez go, get to go on these trips
2: TBD okay. all right it'll be me Tim please and Nick for he most does, of them please
3: we, don't oh I was gonna say that we need no to go. I have a real I have real beef with Andy Cortez what's that about he doesn't know how to count Oh. His 30-second reviews are oh, always sure, over 30 seconds. Sure, sure. And what it's a real issue. What a fuck. If
2: you piece of if you issue. agree with that, if you don't like Andy Cortez, it's very simple, ladies and gentlemen. Go to <laughs> youtube.com/slash kind of funny. He's got a new show called K F A F. It's very funny, and you can go in the comments. What does that, that stand sucks. for? Kind of kind funny. Of and then best. we just don't know the rest is because we don't want to tell advertisers.
1: Oh, oh. oh. Ashton,
3: but,
0: you oh. know we don't say
3: that. That's ashton. great. No, yeah, Your yeah. secrets safe I want, I love Andy. But I no, thought they,
0: you said. I thought it was going to be as fuck, and I assume that's what it was. But yeah. you, the way you said it, it sounded like ass fuck. <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> as kind as of fun. funny ass fuck. <laughs> hey man. It you goes know, with my. But bongos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but
1: bongo friends.
2: Uh, yeah, I when I cook. Yeah, I love cooking, and uh, we're doing another season of Cooking with Greggy this year. That's awesome. And you know, but when I do it, I, I what I like about cooking is the idea that, especially because I don't bake. Baking is science. Cooking is jazz. With, it, when ah. cooking you can change an ingredient you Would can you say agree? I agree I like garlic more than they do so I'm gonna right. put more garlic in which is whatever bishop better and so yeah you just get to go in there and do it so I follow the recipe pretty close but then yeah I will occasionally deviate but in general I really do like the idea of going down the list and doing all the stuff gotcha yeah
1: always got double the garlic yeah, cooks exactly. too. you gonna you guys all cook don't you mm-hmm. that's my goal this year is to yeah cook more all right Merle hit me Barb you read let's do it all right Great with our timer? Sure. Uh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Yikes. And go. If you were about to die, what would you do with your money? Uh, give it all to my mom. Does the idea of living underwater fascinate you? No. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you had an 18-year-old son or daughter who wanted to become an adult film star, how would you react?
3: Um, I would try to be as, uh, I don't know, loving as possible, but I probably wouldn't approve. <laughs>
1: Have you ever tasted your own sexual fluids? No. <laughs> <It was> like,
3: <laughs> what,
2: a, what a finish! I didn't like
1: that. One. What a turn! Is that
3: I didn't like
2: an that OK one. Cupid question. They are sure wow. is. Yeah. Wow! Yes, we had
3: our associate producer Christian make a profile and f- answer every OK Cupid Jeez, question okay. so we could get okay. hold of them.
1: So living underwater doesn't fascinate you? No, I fucking no. That shit's terrifying. Like if Why? You, if you could like do it in a safe way. And so do what? Boring. Hang out with who? Right. Sharks. <laughs> That was weird, like yeah. weird. Fish
3: with the teeth. The fish with the
2: teeth.
0: The weird fish with the teeth.
2: sure I you on that one. Yep.
1: Which which fish with the teeth?
0: You me. know the you know Aquaman wasn't real, right? That's like, what? What like down there.
1: I didn't see that movie. Did you guys see Aquaman? Of course. Yeah.
0: DC for life. Come on. Did you like it? Yeah, it's fine.
2: Okay.
0: Don't I, you you do
2: not need DC to for life. Life's okay. Man's wearing a Spider-Man. Hey man. It's the only Spider-Man tie clip, or it's the only tie clip that's the right size for this tie. All right. Uh-huh. So there you go.
3: I believe you. I. uh Went scuba diving once. It was a lot of fun. Don't want to be all, down there all the time. Might have an ear infection. Breathe underwater. Like and what if ever? And you
0: have to live there. You have to live what if underwater? like everyone lived underwater? What if you just said yes and she'll move on? She'll be yes.
1: Happy <laughs> I would. Do I it. need to dig.
0: <laughs> all right, take her. are not getting out of this until you yeah. agree that it's as interesting as she wants you to think it is.
1: <laughs> Listen. Turns out I need to live underwater. I need someone to come with. Obviously, me. you and Trevor. I'll buy you a boat. Just
3: sink it. Go down there. You'll you know there's hard. a bacteria right now
2: eating the Titanic. No. I it won't the be Titanic? there much longer. What? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. What kind of bacteria eats a boat?
2: We'll send her down and we'll figure it out. I don't <laughs> <That's know. all laughs> she I can interview it <laughs> talk.
0: Why are you doing this? You
2: know, I just. Have heard... you seen the fish with the teeth? <laughs>
0: did you, did you this might be a story for a different podcast, but did you hear how they discovered the Titanic? Yeah, by accident? Yeah. yeah. Well, like, top secret government thing? they're Yeah. They weren't oh, looking
1: for the heart of the wait, ocean?
0: that
2: whoa, No, I didn't know that part. No, I thought it was the guys. That was it. The whatever. Okay. No. Yeah, we'll talk about I what guess I don't.
3: Okay. Are we ready? and go. Which is scarier to reveal to a new partner, your emotions or your body? My butt. Did you have childhood heroes? If so, so, were they real people or fictional characters? No.
1: Okay. Would it
3: be a good idea to pass a law requiring people to take a course and pass a test before being allowed to have a child?
1: Absolutely.
3: Do you have a nice ass? It's okay. (laughs) How often are you influenced by peer pressure? Not often. There you go.
1: Uh, I also realized it said bokeh about my ass. It's bokeh. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Um, Who is more annoying, the person
3: who talks too much or the person who doesn't talk enough? Talks too much. Oh, man. You know, I, uh, I think about um, the question, what was it, about requiring people to have a test, yeah. and it seems very dystopian, but it also very, seems very utopian at the same time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think too many people have kids who um, should never be allowed to procreate, mm-hmm. ever, ever, ever. Um, so one of my pet peeves is being out in public, and there's kids who are acting like little shitheads, running around and bothering other people, and their parents are doing nothing. Yeah. Hate it. Fucking hate it.
0: Not talking about anybody at this table. (laughs) Mm,
3: No. (laughs) No, you're good. Millie's great. I think Millie's probably the, what, she's not a kid, she's a teenager, right? She's She's
0: 13 going on, like, Forty-seven. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah. Anytime I've ever been around Millie, she just seems so mature. I I have to admit something. I am like very shy around Millie because she's way cooler than I am.
2: <laughs> I feel that. No, I definitely feel that. Yeah. I've had that. Con- I've had that nervousness talking to her of like, why am I nervous talking to this kid? <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I want this kid to think I'm cool. Yeah.
1: And then you end up going like, hey, Millie. What's what are you, 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 you playing
2: these days, huh? Yeah. Yeah,
1: she seems <laughs> we
0: right through that shit. <laughs>
2: yeah. She's like, actually, I'm reading books. I'm like, I right, talk to you later.
1: <laughs> it is funny, though, because I, I first met Millie when, in person, I think, like, in 2008.
0: Yeah, okay. She and was, like, three. Th- yeah, she yeah. was
1: very little, and I remember, like, she was, like, always playing with me and, like, hanging out, and now it's just like, hey, Millie, Yeah, that's like that, too. too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was very uncomplicated, that three-year-old.
1: Oh yeah, now she's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get some more water for Jeff.
2: Uh-huh. No, Millie was definitely one of those kids that when Jen and I were like, "Oh, we're gonna have kids one day," it was like, "Man, I want. I think I've talked to you about yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. How did you do that? Because I want a kid as cool as Millie. That's cool. Like, though. yeah, I, I want to make sure my kids are
0: cool like that. You just f- fucking ignore them largely. Perfect. Yeah.
1: Do you plan on having kids? Yeah. Okay. okay. With okay. Jen. <laughs> Maybe,
0: you know what I mean,
2: Joe. Yes, yes, true
1: Awesome, all right, so before we move on, I wanna say that this episode of Always Open is brought to you by Robinhood. Uh, Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. With Robinhood, you don't get charged commission fees. Other brokerage charges up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees at all. Trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Mariel, you've been dabbling. I got that Robin Hood girl. I was just
3: pulling it up. Um yeah, it's it's I we always talk about personal finance on the show, which is it's funny it's not a personal finance show, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um about it. Yeah, it's it's a great way to get started on um doing something that a lot of people are very afraid of and you doesn't you don't have to like Throw in thousands of dollars to do it. You can literally start with five dollars. That's what I did. Oh, um, nice. And uh, if you sign up with our code, you get a free stock, which is really cool. Um, and they have like super helpful guides, like Investing One Hundred One, to kind of like get you through it and answer questions. And it's I don't know. It's a good way to dip your toe in. Without, I always like, I always go to Merrill for my financial advice. Oh, you do. So.
0: Merrill Lynch right here. You know. yeah. what, Mer- uh, hey. what did you What did you turn that five dollars into?
3: I just got it, Jeff. (laughs) Just started out. (laughs) We'll get get an update next time. We'll get an update. We'll get an update. I did get a free stock, Zynga. Oh. Oh,
1: Oh, yeah, you do get a free stock. Yeah, you get a free stock. Sign up. Which I will tell you about momentarily. Uh, Learn about how to invest uh, and build your portfolio. Discover new stocks and track favorite companies with personalized news feeds. You can set up custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving our viewers a free stock, as Merrill just mentioned, like Apple, Ford, or Sprint, to help build your portfolio. Uh, you could sign up at always.robinhood.com. That's always.robinhood.com. Thank you, Robinhood. Thank just you, sucks. Barbara. You're welcome. <laughs> I need to do that. I need to be smarter with my money. Me too.
2: Eh, you know.
0: Yeah, that's going around. Right so I could
1: retire early. Exactly. No day and but be today,
0: bored. Well, you gotta write all your novels. Exactly. Yeah. I'm
1: storing up those ideas right Start now. Start that literary career. Exactly. All right. So our first question of the show comes from Kyle B. And Kyle Kobe. wants to know, how do you find the time to manage both personal and professional lifestyles?
2: Uh, for me, it's with a lot of patience and understanding from my wife. Uh, I am not good at it at all. Uh, and that was... In what
1: was, way? Like, you're, you ski more time. I mean, I'm a workaholic. Yeah. Like,
2: you know, it, it, it is that thing when... Jen's not in town or you know before we were together it would be and it's and it's different I mean it's so hard right because kind of funny is my job but it's also my passion and it's also my life and you know even when we go do something fun that's gonna be content right for the shows we make well, I so think I think
1: it's the extra pressure too because it's your company sure like, yeah you
2: literally started it. From oh man up. that was the biggest thing you know what I mean like I'll never forget when I was like oh man when's Andy get here and they're like oh he's driving across the country right now and that was when it was like oh he's doing for us what I did for IGN. And it was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, oh. And I feel like since we got the employees, I've worked that much harder. Yeah. That is sure. a
0: tremendous amount of responsibility.
2: Right, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing I was, I was stressing recently on one of the shows, right, where it was, um, somebody wrote in asking about like, when I go and host stuff, right? Oh, yeah, and they are like, you know, you've we've been hosting these things, but do you play those games? And I was like, well, no, like, when I talk on the shows about games, you know what I'm playing, when I go host something, I'm doing it as a job to expand my skill set as a host, and it's, you know, similar ways to do it up at, on Up at Noon at IGN and stuff like that. But I'm like, just so you understand, that's never me going out to chase a personal dream of leaving Kind of Funny. That's mm-hmm. me going out and earning money for Kind of Funny, right? Like when we started the company, what it, it, the idea has always been as the co-founders that it's all for one, one for all. Like we go out and when I do an appearance or I do something, if I'm if it's a paid gig, the money's coming back to Kind of Funny. Yeah. And my idea there is that I want to continue to grow and like we just hired our eighth employee, right? And like-
1: uh, Was it an intern?
2: No, no, no. It was, it was His name's Barrett Courtney. He okay. used to work at IGN, and when we originally launched, he hit me up about, hey, can I be an unpaid intern? Right. Like, okay. Yeah. to do all this stuff. And, you know, we're lucky enough four years later that now he's full-time with us. But it's that idea that we're all out there busting our ass trying to make this a real thing so that it can continue
0: to grow and get a better studio and get more people in there.
1: How long did it take, Richard, to get eight employees?
0: Uh, we probably hit our eighth employee seven years in. 6 or 7 years. So you guys are ahead yeah. of the We're a little bit ahead of the curve. A Little ahead of the curve. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll see.
3: Can you imagine like just the just the growth of that? Like I I came in in 2014 and I think I was like 85, 86 mm-hmm. and now it's 5 years later and it's 420? 400 something?
0: Yeah. <laughs> did you work at Rafael Lauren? Mm-hmm. Okay. I yeah. thought you did, but I wasn't yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh,
2: it's it's a tired story at this point for people who have been around me. But I keep telling people the same story that yesterday uh, they took me over to the other place where they're doing the animation and mm-hmm. the, the game and all that jazz. And walking through and they're like, all right, here's where Camp Cape is, here's Ruby, here's... The... And they're showing me around. Like, I almost broke down in tears. Wow. And the guy was giving I was like, how long have you been? He's like, I've been here five years. I'm like... You need to understand that the first time I ever came to Rooster Teeth, it was the old office. It was right after Gauntlet Season 2. Oh, and I'll yeah. never forget when I'm getting the tour and here's the hole in Gavin's desk and this, that, and the other. And we walked into, like, what was part of the studio. Mm-hmm. And there was the little desk and the little bed. And Monty was there. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is where I animate everything. This
1: is the And I was like,
2: studio. oh. And he's like, yeah, we're going to hire some more people maybe one day. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and it was like to walk in now and see this thing, and this, like, production thing that is also so... Uh, Oh, divorced from you guys. Not that I'm saying like you're not connected, but the fact that I go over there and it's like, I look around like man, yeah, Gus isn't walking around. I don't see, yeah. Bert, you know what I mean? Like, I, don't, I couldn't even, I didn't see Miles, right? Like, I didn't yeah. see people that I was like, oh, Carrie eventually walked by. I was like, oh, hey, I know you. But it was like, right. wow, the growth of this company and what you guys have become in the short time I've known about you. You know what I mean?
0: It, it's weird that you're talking about, even like when I go over there to record Red vs. Blue audio or whatever, yeah, yeah. people look at me like, who the fuck are you and why are you in my workspace? Yeah.
2: Okay, sorry. Get out of here. Get out of your way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, there's that constant pressure for me of, I want to make sure that we're doing the right things, we're making the right choices, and we're working as hard as possible. Because again, like we were talking earlier, this is something I'm cognizant of could be the last. Every day could be the last. Something could happen, something could change, and Patreon goes away, the ad market changes, all this jazz, a million dominoes could fall and we could be out on our ass. Do you a ever
1: foresee yourself not thinking like that?
2: No, because I hope that's what keeps you hungry and keeps you, you know, appreciative of every opportunity, right? And that is the thing where I think when I get a, you know, I just uh, signed a hosting gig overnight, right? And it was one of those things that I was also at the same time trying to get them to say yes or no because a much smaller opportunity was asking as well if I could come do something next week. And it was that juggling, I think both are as important to the other, and I don't want to waste the time of the person with the smaller opportunity. I want to make sure we're doing all this stuff. And so that's always in my mind, and I feel most of the time I'm okay with it, but there's times where it's, I, you know, I, I apologize to Jen on Twitter or on Instagram. Like, <laughs> well, this podcast is still going and we still have another meeting to do. So, I'm so, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not going to make it. And, you know, um, in December, we did the Kind of Funny Game Showcase, which was a stand-in for this uh, PlayStation Experience conference that used to happen. And we had a month and a half to pull it off. And it was, I've, this will be... 12 years for me right this year of being in the video game industry and being a Personality or whatever journalist whatever you want to call it And this was by far the hardest I've ever worked and the most stressed out I've ever been really and so like Jen had to not only take on you know the role of my wife But then my partner and then helping me And like where I had it like at work I was just like for the first time ever I'm not doing games daily today, I'm calling Andrea, have her come in to do it with somebody else. But then at home it was like the same thing. I'm just like, I'm coming home late and I still have to keep working so I can't make dinner, which I, you know I love. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's just this domino effect that I hope there's a balance to it. I, I, I know that I'm not being the husband or partner I want to be in that moment. Yeah. But I express that, I hope, you know what I mean? I think I'm pretty good at
1: it. So what, what kind of things do you do to balance that? Because like, I assume that you still have a social life and sure. stuff with Genevieve and sure. everything like that. And.
2: Mainly, I mean, it's knowing when, uh, when I, I'm bad at it still to this day, but I'm better at expressing, all right, this is important to me. I'm very, the, the problem with me is that I am a man who likes a schedule. So yeah. if you tell me the day before, hey, we're going to I want to wake up and I want to go do this and I want to go do that and I wanna, I'm like perfect, great. But if it is, hey, what do you want to do tomorrow? And I'm like, oh, I want to play video games all like, day. Great. And then we wake up and I start to and she's like, "You know what? I'd love it. And I'm like, oh. And it's not that, it's me just being grumpy because I just don't like changing my schedule and I had a day yeah. plan. Yeah. But then it is also in your head telling yourself to get over it, right? Like, stop being a weirdo. Go do this. And cuz I love doing things with my wife and of course any relationship is compromised in finding that. But what I've struggled with is the days where I I'm like, "All right, fine, we go and do it." And then it'll be like, I'm sorry, I'm grumpy. She's like, why are you grumpy? And I'm like, I really wanted to do X today. And she's like, well, why didn't you say that? Just yeah. say that. If, 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 like we can, we, There's you know uh, the balance of the scales of justice here, right? In terms of like, yeah. if something's more important to you to do right now than it is to me, we just need to talk about that and we can make it work and figure it out. But I'm bad at that. And I, it's interesting. I, you know, I always talk about it. You know, uh, I wasn't always like this. I didn't always have that hair trigger. And it was something about cancer and chemo that, really fucked up my insides and fucked up my emotional scale in terms of I went from, not, not being a super all the time, happy-go-lucky, easy going guy, mm-hmm. but I did get a hair trigger. I did have the fuse get cut down to nothing. And it is that thing where I will be having great days and then two minor things will go wrong. And for me, it'll be like, all right, cool. I, in my schedule, in my plan, I know I'm going to wake up and do the dishes, right? Yeah. And I'll wake up and start in on the dishes, and it's like, well, let's open the dishwasher. The dishwasher's still full. All right, well, this counts the dishes. Throw this away, and you open the trash, and the trash is full. And it's like, those little things will start me percolating and get me into a bad place really quickly that I have to stop and think through and calm myself down. Yeah. yeah. Hmm.
1: yeah. And that only happened after.
2: Yeah, I don't remember it beforehand, and it's the fact that, you know, uh, cancer and chemo, like, obviously... Took me away from being myself for six months, and then the ramifications of it afterwards were felt right. for a long time. But I knew I was an emotional roller coaster during the, the treatment, right? Of just the way it, it it changes your body and like your chemical makeup, right? Where it was that, yeah, I would be furious at the drop of a hat. I would cry. I cry all the time, but I cry at a drop of a hat. And the, and, hey, hey cry,
0: like, cry boys! Cry <laughs> boys over here!
2: <laughs> you know, but it was like. All of a sudden, yeah, I would just lose it in yeah. moments that shouldn't have happened, and I always thought once I got out of chemo that would stop. Yeah, and it's not nearly as intense as it was as when I broke the front door coming home in like a, you know my whatever hangover from a, a chemo session or whatever. But it's still there that I get. Too angry too quickly, and I need to calm it down and you know have that conversation internally. You're
1: the Hulk can discuss
2: exactly right. That's my secret.
1: But we do like you when you're angry.
2: So yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jeff, yeah. Um, for you, I'm very curious about your answer <clears throat> because I I listen to the Off Topic podcast as well, so I hear a lot of stories that you tell. How the fuck do you have time to watch every fucking show and movie, mm-hmm. read books, exercise, have a kid, do this, like? I am astounded by how you have time for all of that.
0: I have a very unhealthy relationship with myself, I think, and uh, I look at a lot of that stuff as as work, and I have, in in my current iteration, I have two loves in my life. I have my daughter, uh, and secondarily to her is Rooster Teeth, and you hit a point in your life where I was talking about this somebody the other day. I don't have any hobbies anymore. My hobby was turned into rooster teeth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just love to work. And so, and this may sound lame, but like, when I watch all those TV shows and I do all that stuff, I view that as work. Like, yeah. I, need, I need to talk professionally four to six hours a day, five days a week, and... Uh, I'm l- lucky that I've had a rich life and I have a, a bunch of dumb stories and things that have happened to me and experiences that I've had that I can draw from, but you have to refill that bucket constantly. Yeah. And so um, I also, I view uh, I, what we do uh, with, uh, I think feel like there's a responsibility to be aware of, not only what's going on in the world, but pop culture in general. Yeah. And so um, like other people go home and they watch Safe on Netflix or Succession on HBO or whatever, two shows I'm watching right now. So I'm session's really good. Uh, <laughs> no, session's good. really good. Session's really good. really uh, good. Or I'm watching Love Island season two right now because I missed that Hell one. Yeah. I've seen one, three, and four, but I haven't seen season two yet. Uh, I, f- I feel like a responsibility to watch those things uh, because I need stuff to talk about. And I want to yeah. maintain, like, I know I'm 43 years old and our audience is 19. But, um, and I don't want to be, like nobody wants to be the 35 year old dude that shows up and does a keg stand at a party, right? Well, like the speakers. old guy who's, <laughs> try, who's still trying to fit in with the young kids, yeah. and I feel like I, I'm straddling that line just just based on my age. And I feel I want, like you've never
1: given me that impression. Well, thank you very yeah.
0: much. I try, I try to stay young, um, but so I feel a uh, a responsibility to be able to speak at least intelligently, but also with some authenticity to the audience. Mm. And so I try to I, I, I try to make sure that I'm steeped in the things that they're into.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so. All of those things that I do, even exercise and all that stuff, that's more for health. That's more because I want to be around for Millie for a really long time to come. And uh, good
1: motivation.
0: When you become, and I I know Griffin will be there for her forever, but when you're no longer like a cohesive unit, like all the responsibility feels like it's on me now, even though it's not. I mean, she has Millie 26 weeks a year, over the other 26. But I, so uh, a lot of it is just like setting myself up for future, for a long future of getting to spend time with my daughter and watching her become the person that she's going to be, and being there to support her for it. And uh, every other second of my life is devoted to this place.
1: Yeah.
0: Which I, I think is super unhealthy. But I'm also happier than I've been in a really long time. So well, I then
1: don't... why would you say it's unhealthy?
0: Uh, because I am a person of extremes. Okay. And I, I know I have an... That's un... why I became an alcoholic. It's less to do, I think, with the actual alcohol and more to do with uh, my ability or my... Uh, I did my obsession with things. And I get obsessed with things and I take them to an unhealthy degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's something I try to keep... Keep in mind in the background. So, or when I get obsessed with things like now I'm obsessed with losing weight and keto. So, like I try to be. It's abs- with- I, I yeah, well, twenty two pounds, but uh, in three months. But I try to obsess on positive things now as opposed to you getting fucking hammered twenty four hours a day. Yeah. Or drugs or whatever it is. Yeah.
1: Do you think that's, um, I guess, an addictive personality? Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah. And so in terms of like the question where how do you balance personal and professional? Life, I don't. Do you you, th- you just don't? I
0: don't. Yeah. Um. I. It's probably like this for you and your relationship too, and it's not as bad as it used to be, but and I think you'll probably identify with this, but in the early days of Rooster Teeth, and I count the early days being like the first nine years, um, (laughs) honestly, because it's such a radically different place than it was then, and we were still, like even nine years in, we were still forming the departments that now, you know, permeate the company.
1: well, the if departments you, didn't even exist yet.
0: If it's true. If you, or the department started to show, like pot, we did a podcast and now we have a broadcast department, you know? Uh, so we were still in the weeds with that. In those early days, if you were in my life, whether you were married to me or you were my child or you were my mom or you're my friend that I know from something that has nothing to do with Rooster Teeth, you're in the Rooster Teeth orbit. You're <laughs> working on Rooster Teeth, whether you want to be or not. Oh, yeah. Your favors are getting called in left and right, like to be my friend or m- my girlfriend or my wife or. Uh, my mom meant you were working on Rich Teeth if you were around me. Um, 100% the same. Yeah, because yeah, we're in that place you're talking about, right? Where,
2: it, it, you know, we throw the holiday party and everybody's significant other, other comes and we extend it out, and it is that idea of, like, oh, yeah, you're all pulled on camera or you're talked about on camera. Like, people yeah. know you. even, even you're not
1: stuff like when you threw the, the prom that you right. guys did. I'm sure everyone yeah. was helping out.
2: Of course. It's, it's all yeah, hands yeah. on deck exactly. all the time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I try to be good about that, too, where I apologize. On the last Game Over Greggy show, the final Game Over Greggy show, like, I brought, you know, Tim's girlfriend, Gia, on and was very much, like, i'm sorry she's like i get it like we all get it everyone's here and like she you know everybody sacrifices so much for us to keep this going and try to make it a thing
0: yeah so it's I, I don't know i've never found a way to strike that balance and uh with the with the gift of sobriety came also a lot of energy and clarity and i also realized that uh as a performer uh i was joking around earlier about the. Performing to 19-year-old kids, but I have a limited window when I can do stuff on camera And so
1: tell me I think about that every day. Yeah, Especially yeah
0: as and, a woman and as a woman it's super fucking unfair But your <laughs> your window is a lot shorter than mine probably <laughs> um uh
3: uh, tick tick.
0: So take
1: a second, always show
3: No,
0: like. no, it's it's bullshit, but it it is what it is, yeah. right? And that's changing, hopefully, over, and it will continue to change. But well, that's the hope again, right? Like, yeah. that is we were talking about earlier about
2: being still in the pioneer phase of this industry, yeah. whatever you want to call it. I do feel it traditionally, like the the norms of television and movies don't necessarily apply. Absolutely. As if yeah. there is going to be a clock where one day
0: people are like, My "Barb's too old." Get well, right. they do, they don't apply, but it. they're they're starting to. Mm-hmm. Um, this this online independent entertainment industry is is being gobbled up by corporations and, and disappearing, uh, the true, true indie, uh, performers are, are, are just being swallowed up, uh, which is, it's, it was bound to happen. Um, but so uh, I, I also, so about two years ago when I, when I went through that transformation, which is when I began to, you know, realize I was going to get divorced and all that stuff, I decided that I was going to not say no to any opportunity and work that much harder while I can and while I have opportunity. So I've just been going like, full steam ahead, balls to the wall to, with Rooster Teeth for two years. Yeah. Uh, Because I can, while I can. Mm. Because I can and while I can. So mentality. I'll figure out my personal life later. Eventually, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I didn't always, I wasn't always able to balance it well. And I think Mm. now that I've, Push off a lot of my responsibility on other people at the company. That's yeah. great that you. Well, like, that, I mean, that you was get the employees thing. and you could delegate and then. Right.
2: Could, well, it's when it's you were comu- when your community, right, and like are yeah. social, like that, it, you can't turn that off. You know what I mean? Like you're always part of that, and that's still where I think we struggle the most of. I'll see it pop the Reddit on my phone, and be like, yeah. "Well, fuck, I got to answer this. Somebody's got to say something here."
0: <laughs> can, can I give you one quick piece of advice because of the unique position that you're in that you didn't that is unsolicited? But uh, it's now that, that you, you, and, you and Trevor are starting a relationship and you're both within the company and therefore you both are working uh, in tandem towards a greater good, mm-hmm. uh, or, or hopefully a greater good, in, in that you're both like, focused together in a relationship, but you're also focused uh, similarly in a career. There were a lot of conversations that uh, my ex-wife and I, Griffin, had about we'll worry about us later. Let's worry about this thing in front of us, this rooster-teeth thing in front of us. Let's nurture that right now, and we're yeah. good. We'll be fine. We can deal with us later. And you can only do that for so long before it starts to yeah. negatively affect your marriage. And it definitely had an, it definitely had repercussions to us. So I hope that you and Trevor make sure to take the time to focus on each other uh, and not just rooster-teeth and we, the thing that you're working on together.
1: We will talk about work for 10 minutes when we get home, and okay. then it's done.
0: Okay, good. Good, Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Maybe a little longer if there was something big
0: that's a piece of advice. I wish someone would have given me ten years ago I appreciate it my life would maybe be different
1: Um, All right, so let's move on to our next question very curious to hear your answers on this as well Um, What is something you've been meaning to try but haven't gotten around to yet, and that's submitted by Sarah K? For me kind of simple. I want to go to Japan. Oh Yeah, I've never been in that area of the world. Yeah. Um, and Japan is a place that I've always been fascinated by. But especially now that we've been doing Ruby for over five years, mm-hmm. just I, it's kind of like, I guess, a greedy perspective, but like I really want to see Ruby stuff there.
0: Sure. And yeah. it's there, and it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you should. It's very cool.
1: And I feel like I've been lucky enough to travel to a lot of different places for work and just personal and, and whatnot, but I feel like every culture I've seen has been similar enough to the U.S. culture, you know, sure. I've been multiple places in Europe. I've been obviously to Canada and Mexico and um, various places around there. But I feel like Japan is so different from what you've ever experienced before. They
0: America. say for a Westerner, it is the mo- is the closest thing to visiting an alien planet. Like it's yeah. the most foreign thing that, that a Westerner can experience.
1: Wow,
2: Japan. that's that's why it's my favorite place to go. Me too. Yeah.
0: Actually, it's so yeah. great to be there and be like, I am so out of place. It's so phenomenal to watch how well it works. Yeah. Too, oh my God. Yeah, it's yeah, like. Yeah. You can just sit there and study humanity there yeah. and how respectful and clean and efficient they are. It's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it really is. You got to go.
1: I would love to experience that. So that's my that's my big thing. I, I would hope to do that this year if I can.
2: Are you still surprised in the States when you'll go into somewhere and you'll see Ruby stuff?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like if I'm in a city and I go into a GameStop or something, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. There's. How yeah. often do you go into a game GameStop? Not very
2: often. But, <laughs> but it's where the players play. <laughs> <laughs> Not a sponsor. Uh, No, yeah, that's my thing. Is like, you know, as somebody who knows you guys personally and mm-hmm. I know all the stuff you do, it's so crazy whenever I... Like GameStop was, yeah, the first round of it of like, oh, man, I, I know these characters. But then yeah. it is like, as somebody who... Lo- like, when I go to a new city, which is often nowadays, uh, I always try to go to a comic shop, you know what I mean, and support the local comic book scene. And yeah. to go in there and see
0: all the Ruby stuff or all the other Rooster Teeth stuff that's in there, it's always like...
2: Shit. Yeah. It
0: is, it, there's weird moments like that. I had one last night actually uh, with Ruby specifically where I was uh, on Reddit and I wanted to see what people were saying about Genlock. Oh, yeah. Just curious about, I like, wanted to get the, you know, take the pulse of, uh, take the temperature of uh, how people are feeling about Genlock right now. And uh, I'd blown through the Roosty subreddit where I, I'm on all the time. And so I, uh, I thought, oh, there's a Ruby subreddit, and that maybe they'll talk about it there. And so I, I just did a on the Reddit app. I did a Ruby search, and I found out that there is a lot of Ruby porn. Oh, there God. are oh. Ruby, oh, yeah. there are Ruby subreddits for it. And I oh. was like,
1: there is a uh, specific. I won't say it on the
0: show. Yeah, I wasn't. Gonna, I'm a, not going to name names. But we'll write it down. Specific, not safe yeah. for
1: work Ruby subreddit. That yeah, is just, it's just just porn, and,
0: I, and, and, it's and that's active. when you go you know, like you like. It's People <laughs> chose to draw this. Yeah. This show's bigger than I thought. Yeah, that's, you know, and a, in great quantities they chose to draw it.
3: That's always how. I, well, Tumblr now doesn't exist in the form that it used to. Yeah. Right? right, all of the great stuff, I aka, <laughs> was <laughs> taken away. But there were so many times when I'd be scrolling, and of course you scroll enough, long enough on Tumblr, and, and some kind of uh, porn pops up. But like, the anime, I, what is it? Is it hentai? hentai yeah. yeah. She's like, some, that's someone's job. Like, yeah. someone drew that. Someone wrote that. Someone directed that. Yeah, and it's beautiful. And it's beautiful. And it's <laughs> it's just so interesting that the the, the level. So I, I bet someone one day was like, you know what? I haven't done enough of the thing that I really want to do. I really want to make some hentai. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. God bless them. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. We do a comic book club show, and I had uh, Irene Coe on, and she, we were talking. She, I was talking about her Patreon, mm-hmm. which is, she does a whole bunch of not safe for work sex scenes and stuff like that. And I was like, Is it that every comic artist does just want to draw smut? She's like, Yeah, kind of. And it's sure enough, you <laughs> any, any artist you like,
0: yeah, you go and you just go to a Patreon for him. And the comic book artists these days, they have it. I have, uh, anecdotally, uh, we worked with an artist for many, many years, Luke McKay. You know Luke, mm-hmm. fellow Canadian. Uh, made RT Comics with Griffin. That was phenomenal. Uh, five books they made, uh, kindoffunny.com slash Patreon. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> well, no, does matter. Patreon.com kindoffunny. So <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and, uh, I found out after we ended that, that cartoon, that comic, that Luke drew us anatomically correct in every frame. Under every t-shirt. Oh, wow. Or under every pair like, of pants like are my vaginas. genitals <laughs> or your genitals. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, you got to draw the dicks. And he's like, here, look, take this layer off, because I'd be putting the books together. And you're he'd be like, like, no, oh. said, I'm like, no in a Photoshop no. file yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of a, a JPEG, and I'd be like, is it? No, there's my cock. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> like, like but I'm sure you're. like guarantee you, Luke has drawn you naked. Anybody was it? Was it? Ever drawn. Hmm.
3: Was it to size?
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, did he? Uh, yeah, did, did, he did you Did like, you? I'll just say, I'll just say, Luke's a generous guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
1: all right. <laughs> uh, what about you guys? Something you've been meaning to try but haven't? Um.
3: So well, something I thought a lot about at the end of twenty eighteen, which I've started doing more, is meditating. Oh, oh
0: yeah. doing more um, like TM, transcendental meditation. Oh. It's like the,
1: oh, you know more about it than we yeah. do. Yeah,
3: I just know that
0: name.
1: Oh, no, <laughs> I've never heard I of it. I don't know. I
3: just turn on a YouTube video <laughs> or an app. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple apps. Um, are, nice. But it was it was more so as like a a, a way to invest more in myself mm. Um, mm. and like mental health because. Like, I feel like last year really sucked for me personally, so I was like, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna just try it, and I've been doing it for like six days now. How's
1: it feel? I don't know.
3: I Usually I pass out in the middle of the, like, while I'm listening to it at night, so yeah. that kind of helps, because I have a hard time sleeping, but.
1: That's good that it helps
3: you fall We'll asleep. see. This morning I listened to one about gratitude, and it was thanking my heart for beating for me. Wow.
1: So I'm feeling really, like, Let's all thank sure. our hearts for beating for us right now, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Her. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I think about it. I mean, that's a oh, that's tireless whatever. job, right? Mm-hmm. It's always it's always working. It, it doesn't literally get a never break. turns off. It doesn't yeah. get a
1: break. Whenever well, people seven. talk about listening to meditations when they're going to sleep, I I watched a lot of Friends growing up, mm-hmm. and I always think about that Friends episode where Chandler is listening to a meditation tape, but yes. it's meant for a woman, so it's like <laughs> you are a strong, <laughs> independent woman. And then like he starts having more like feminine qualities through right. it. And just I always think yeah. about that. Well, you, when I started listening to him, uh, you you think
3: about like the movies or the TV shows that you've seen where it's usually like people who are a little off kilter mm-hmm. and they're like trying to like you know and you're like you are you you can do this and like the ones i
1: listen to aren't so much like that but anyway so let's try you're trying that more
3: i'm trying it i'm trying it out See-
2: trying
1: it on for size seeing how it feels oh yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah well you keep us posted it on. we'll, we'll like have that. a Meryl's meditation moment <laughs> update every namaste. episode namaste nam- nam- <laughs> Namaste in bed <laughs> every morning greg hey barb hey how you doing You've tried many a thing.
2: I have, yeah. You, you know, they call me Greg Try Anything Once Miller. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your legal <laughs> Anything for $5 on Patreon.com. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, this is an interesting one for me because I feel like I am very much, I go out and do, if I want to do something, I go out and do it. The one that is still stuck in my brain and hanging over my head is writing a comic book. Mm. Because... Uh, last year, New Year's Resolutions, so for 2017, or, right? No, 2018. God, what yeah, I know. Uh We did a gog about it, and it was, yeah, I was going to write this Superman comic, and I gave this Superman pitch. And I started in on it, and it was like, ah, oh, this is awesome, this is great. And then we're caught up with it, where it was like, cool. That was when there was like two months of no games, and then all the games came mm-hmm. out. And so it was having to play games and do it. And I ran into the same thing I ran into, which led to Kind of Funny, which I was like, oh, this is going to be a fun outlet for me and discovered it just it, it, there's it my passion still is kind of funny it still is video games right yeah and so and i love reading comics i have a bunch of ideas for comics but like when i what led to kind of funny was me being like all right well i'm pouring myself too much into ign i need something of my own and so I looked into writing comics and decided at the time that wasn't for me. Uh, I wrote a manuscript a manuscript for a children's book that I still want to do something with, but I never have. It's like you look into how to publish a book, you're like, that's really tough. Yeah, it's that's a, really, lot, that's yeah. a lot of work, and I don't know. So, blah, blah. So, like, every, t- every so often I'll talk to an artist friend about, like, I have it. Do you want to just draw? I'm
1: surprised an- that you don't have a connection in that realm.
2: It's the same thing. I'm sure if yeah. you shook enough trees, you could. You know what I mean? But I, again, it's, it's one of those things. that's not my driving force every day. There's so many other things on top of me that I need to just do it, and I need. And that's why I'm ch- still trying to team up with people of artists, just to, like, you know, more about it. If you draw it, if the, we just put it up on, you know, the Amazon store, or Kindle store, or whatever, and do yeah. it that way, kind of thing. Well,
1: here's what you do. You start with hentai.
2: Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Always start with hentai. Always start.
3: This with one's
2: about Portillo the wiener dog, of course. Oh,
1: oh right. I need it. Uh, yeah, Portillo is the best dog.
2: Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. This puts me in a tough spot. I had a nightmare last night, and when I say I had a nightmare, I mean I have never had this vivid of a nightmare, and I will not go into details because I woke up and Jen was looking at me, and so this morning I was like, was I screaming? Because in the dream I was screaming. Oh my god! And I was, and it was all about portillo, and it's I almost cried in bed this morning.
3: Were you screaming? Or did you wake? No, up?
2: she said no. Oh, okay. She was just staring at me awkwardly while I slept. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm
0: give you some reason to wake up and look at me. I'm she she like, no. just thinks you're amazing, and she just wants yeah. to be
3: serious.
0: Maybe she that's why seems- you were having a
3: nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> feel these eyes on
0: you. But yeah, so the
2: kids book is something I want to roll out and like com- comic books I want to do. I just, hey, if I have that free time, yeah. it is, do I not want to hang out with Jen? Do I not want to play the a, a game? Like, I need to
0: balance that and figure that out. But I yeah, think that's do do I do yeah.
3: Very attainable. Jeff? Maybe, maybe this will be the
0: seed. That Some, similarly that. to Greg uh, and and the one of the the. the Wonderful benefits of this career is like if you want to try something You just got to figure out a way to make a show out of it and then it can become a reality <laughs> yeah. And so I have a lot of things that are like bucket list things that I always wanted to do that I figured out a way to pitch to turn into professional things for Rooster teeth okay. So I can't even talk about some of that stuff because it's like, you know, I got a, a lot of stuff in the works um, I got big things happening not big things little things in the works, but um medium
1: things
0: medium things in the works but it, it from a personal standpoint, um I feel like I say this a lot, but uh, I, I lament growing up when I did where I did, because I think if I'd grown up in a more progressive place or a more progressive time, I probably would have tried more gay stuff. Ooh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just like, it feels lame to be like an old straight white dude who didn't, like, I didn't have a lot of fun experiences. I didn't. Do you think? I had like one kind of gay experience when I was like 14. Okay. And uh, And that's it. And that's not a lot to draw from. And do now you, I just feel too old. Do you think, you think uh, it's too late? I don't think no It's day never but too today. Late. Yeah. It's never too late. No but day not, but today. I'm I'm well I'm uh, you know I'm I'm dating around and I'm. Uh, have you thought about going on a date with a guy? No, I've never. F- I haven't met any dudes that I've. Well, that's maybe not true either. Uh, no, no, I'm I'm seeing somebody I'm really I really like right now. Uh-huh. And uh, she, she doesn't. Have and penis. it's like a, but, uh, a
1: monogamous kind of relationship.
0: Uh, I guess any relationship I'm in is monogamous in the sense that I don't, yeah. Um, I don't have a lot of time for anybody. Uh, (laughs) So, um, but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I I mean, I never, never say never. Yeah. But I feel like that's like, you're more experimental when you're younger and you're more open and receptive to things. And like, I probably, I just, I feel like that window isn't shut completely, but, uh, certainly is not as open as it, uh, as as it would have been when I was 19. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Damn, I didn't ever thought about that before. You, wish yeah, I'd you pushed the a, gay
0: envelope a little harder. Yeah. Yeah. You grew up in Alabama.
1: Mobile. Yeah,
0: right? Mobile, Alabama. How you pronounce it? In the nineties. Was
1: that typically a very conservative city? It's
0: typically, yes. It's I guess very, Alabama. Very. It's very. I feel bad when I insult Alabama because there are people that live there that are like us, but Alabama fucking sucks. And the, most of the people suck, and the a- attitude and the mentality sucks, and it's very closed minded But if and... you watch
1: the show, you
2: don't. So <laughs> you're great.
0: Well, if you don't watch the show, you're one of the good ones. I mean, Counterpoint roll Tide.
3: Hey, they got their asses handed to them. Hey, I'm
2: just trying to fucking give them a bone, all right? <laughs> <laughs> shit all over their state. I mean, they,
0: did, they, did they get the shit kicked out of them? Yes. Did they have five national championships in the last ten years? Yes. True. So, uh, but uh, this is the only bright spot about being from Alabama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had Hank Aaron in the in the in, the, in the University of Alabama football. There you go. Maybe one day. So more never, dicks. Never love, I okay. wish I tried more dick.
1: You know, it's funny. Um, mine probably would have been the same thing. Really? Well, I had my first relationship uh, started Wait, when we, I was sixteen. You want kid. more dicks? Yeah, you
2: want more? D- okay, cool.
1: More dicks. Oh, um, but I, I'm perfectly happy now. And I, <laughs> you and I were on <laughs> the same page. No, whoa, whoa, whoa.
2: <laughs> oh. Or buy stuff or more dicks? I,
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe both. Um, I kind of wish I started that earlier on in life because I was in a relationship for six years and it was my first relationship from mm. 16 to 22. Mm-hmm. And then I went into another long-term relationship and another one, another one. And then so I had like my single phase like two years ago for the first time. and I was Gosh, like, it's been I that already, long. I already feel too old for this right now even though I was just like 26, 27. Um, yeah, I wish I did more when I was younger. You did it. But again, maybe not because it might have changed who I am right now.
2: You get Not the herb. True. True. Yeah. It's true. You could've had the hurt.
1: Might've get the hurt. That doesn't go away. Um, well, this is a great transition over <laughs> to uh, thanking HelloFresh for sponsoring this episode <laughs> of Always Open. Uh, this episode of Always Open is brought to you by HelloFresh. Achieving your 2019 goals is as easy as enjoying delicious home-cooked meals with HelloFresh. They make Conquering the Kitchen in 2019 a reality with deliciously simple recipes. Fresh, pre-measured ingredients and easy-to-follow six-step picture recipe cards are delivered to your door each week in a special insulated box. Spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping so you could get that time back to do more of what you love, like more time spent with your wife. Hey. Um, All meals come together in 30 minutes max. Call for less than two pot, pan, pots or pans, and require minimal cleanup. There are three plans to choose from. You have got classic, veggie, and family, with the option to switch between for when your taste changes. Change. Uh, we love using HelloFresh. It's simple and easy, and the recipes are always delicious, and the ingredients are always fresh. It's in the name, HelloFresh.
2: They wouldn't lie to you in the name. Exactly. Yeah. Uh,
1: I recently made the beef ragu spaghetti they sent me, and it was incredible. Super tasty, and it only took about 30 minutes to make, which is super convenient for anybody, especially if you're learning how to cook
2: in the new year. Um, Well, that's the thing about Any of these yeah. systems like HelloFresh, I I can only imagine if this had existed when I was like in college,
1: mm-hmm. where mm-hmm.
2: like I think about the garbage I ate and did not know how to do anything, and if yep. this would have been there, like to th- you think about inviting a date over to cook, right? Like to do something fun like. And that.
1: you don't have to say that it's HelloFresh. You could just be like, oh, I picked up these ingredients and I'm making you this. That
2: now let me uh, go in the name. other room and look at this sheet of paper. <laughs> 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 what am I supposed to do? <laughs> it
1: also teaches you how to cook, which is really yeah, nice exactly. Guy. Uh, so take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019. Get $80 off your first month by going to hellofresh.com slash always 80 and enter the code always 80. That's hellofresh.com slash always 80 and the promo code always 8080 That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Hell yeah. Hello, fresh. Hello, fresh. Uh, All right, we're going to wrap up the show with a question from our hotline. We actually have a hotline that people call a too, and leave a little message.
2: Hit them up at control at roosterteeth.com. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they love that.
1: And so uh, we have a, a lovely message from a lovely lady that we will listen to right now. Hey, guys. My name is Brady. I absolutely love your show. So my issue is I'm about to break things off with my boyfriend of two years and I guess I'd like to ask if you have any advice to make the breakup as so easy to deal with as possible. For context, we're both 20 studying the same course at uni and he's about to go away to New Zealand for a couple of weeks. He's probably not expecting this so I'm really worried to ask him if he wants me to like, stay away or not because I don't think either of us would know what's best. My last relationship ended pretty horribly when I like, cold turkeyed him, so to speak, and he hasn't talked to me since, but he was really different. Anyway, I really don't want this relationship to end like that, and I think we could still be really good friends. Any advice on like, the general niceties of breaking up would be really appreciated. Um, thanks so much. I love you all. Cheers from Melbourne, Australia. So um, she wants to break up with her boyfriend. He's going to go to New Zealand for a couple weeks soon. Great. Great excuse. Great timing.
0: Uh, I, had, I, I see two possible solutions for her. One, just have him listen to this podcast or watch it. <laughs> <laughs> or He's or a her. huge Always Open fan. Why don't or... we break
1: up with them for
0: that Two, kiss him on the cheek while he goes off to, off to New Zealand and then move. You're free. And don't leave a forwarding address. <laughs> wow, that's <so> just, <laughs> just yeah. your name. You got a uni. Do all she, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, she
1: ghosted the last one, right? Yeah, she's a, she she went cold turkey on him. But she, she likes she likes his guy and she wants to remain friends. Right. Which. Probably, get that probably shit probably out your head it now. That probably won't happen. happen. It's wishful thinking, and yeah. everyone, especially if they've, you know, just don't see a future with their ex but still like them as a person, they're always like, oh, we could still be friends. Right.
2: That you really can't. can't. It's yeah.
1: hard. You it can happens. get
2: there
0: eventually. It yeah. happen you can get there eventually. Yeah.
1: Probably won't happen right away. It's yeah. going
0: to take more work getting to a good place post-relationship than work you put into the relationship.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I will tell you this. There is never a right... Time or a good time to break up with someone.
2: This is a pretty good time.
1: Uh, right now.
2: Yeah. I'm, I mean, beat her <laughs> act, Band-Aid right off, You blah, 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 and then, yeah, let him go on some two-week well, yeah. fest in New Zealand. Exactly. He's already going yeah. away
3: somewhere. Like, that's good Good enough timing that you guys don't have to run into each other. You don't have to mm-hmm. see each mm-hmm. other. Like, he's going away. He can have that separation time.
1: Yeah.
0: But- uh, yeah, I will say, to Greg's point, uh, definitely be clear and honest and straightforward about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you, you think, think a lot of breakups kind of?
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, you yeah. think you're sparing emotions, or like a lot of times, you, unintended consequences are like giving false hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're trying to be soft and you're you don't wishy-washy wanna, on it. You're wishy-washy yeah, washy yeah, let's do a like, break. It sends try. mixed signals, and they're invariably going to pick up on the signals that they are going to give them the outcome that they want, and mm-hmm. so and that makes it way worse. It's best just to, like as Greg said, rip off the bandaid.
1: To me, the hardest part of a breakup, especially if it's someone who you still like and still love but just don't see a future with is the pittering out of your communication. So sure. it's like you break up and then you're used to talking to this person every day and messaging them yep. every day. Right. That I've had breakups before with people who I still care about where it's just like, you'd still text them the next day and be like, hey, I hope you're doing okay. And you'd right. still kind of catch up every day and then it slowly peters out. Yeah. Um, but that's always a very confusing and difficult thing to manage. Yeah. Uh, and then after
2: a little... It seems like it's pittered out, and then they'll hit you back up. And you're like, well, what do I do with this? I don't know what I want to... You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah.
1: So it kind of is a gray area. But yeah, I mean, I guess generically, for anybody looking to break up with someone, what would your advice be? Just rip it off?
0: Be yeah. kind. but Be
1: kind and honest, and,
3: and also know that uh, that person is allowed to have their own space, yeah. um, which I think was a difficult time. Like, my last breakup, I didn't quite understand that, because it was kind of what, what you said. Were like, you broken we, up with or I broke up with her, okay. and we broke up, and then it was like a... You son of a bitch. You know, a yeah, I know, heartbreaker over here.
1: I had someone who broke up with me um, not too long ago, <laughs> and they, ever since that happened, they were the one who was always trying to reach out right. and talk to me. And there was no easy way for me to be like, this is like yeah. not helping. Yeah. Right,
3: and it's not helpful, and I, I've been the, that person. I've been that person who's like, I broke up with you, but like, I still want something out of this, and it's not healthy yeah. or
1: fair. So that's, I mean, for the girl who called in, uh, what was her name, Brady? Br- Brady, I think it was
2: Brady.
1: Um, sorry if we got your name wrong, but um, it seems like she wants to still maintain that, and that might be really hard on them That's
2: the what runners. everybody feels they want, though, got right? Because yeah. you are with, the, you know, like you were saying, you're in this relationship, you love this person, Probably you're just best in love with them, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. like, yeah. you can't imagine not talking to them, but that's what has to happen. Yeah. yeah,
1: and especially if you have nothing, like you don't have a kid together, you don't, own property together, I imagine. Like, there's nothing tying you two together that you need to stay in communication for. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot of friends out there you can make. <laughs> yeah. And time heals most wounds. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, any other notes? Good luck.
0: <laughs> Go get them. <laughs> it's not going to be fun, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah. if it's what has to happen, do it has to happen. It's yeah. necessary.
1: Yeah. And especially like people who want to break up with someone and they delay it and delay it and delay it. It's not good for either party. No. Like, ju- you're not doing anyone any favors by staying in that relationship because you're not happy, and that causes that other person to think something's wrong or that they're unhappy. Right. It's just a constant
2: spiral. Yeah. So,
1: never a right time. Just do it. As yeah. Nike says. There you go.
2: That's, what, that's where they came up with it. Yeah. They were talking about breakups. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. Well,
2: that's why they made running shoes. <laughs> Swoosh <laughs> no your way out of there. Just do it.
1: Greg? Yeah. Thank you so much for coming out and doing the show. Thank, God, thank
0: you guys so much for having me. You know, and you know, Jeff? Thanks Thank for being for back. back. Thank you for remembering that I exist. No, I you're appreciate welcome. it. Sometimes yeah. it's we're hard. Always happy to have you on the show. Yeah, always want you on.
1: The and show. Uh, we're going to be doing a, a little post show as well for anyone who's a first member. So if you're not, sign up for a free trial and come check it out. And
3: email us at alwaysopen.roosterteeth. At alwaysopen.rooster. At, at alwaysopen.roosterteeth.com. At at always uh, call us at the hotline number that I don't know off the top of my head.
1: Well, yeah, it'll. You could find it. It's on yeah. Instagram. Um, and then Greg, yeah. I know you've already talked about some stuff, but where can people find you and, and your you, stuff?
2: You can just go to kindofunny.com.
0: There's there's a whole bunch of links there for all our podcasts, all our shows. And literally every link on kindofunny.com takes you to a place to spend money on you. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so that's,
2: that's how it's yeah. got to be. You know so just any link. It's exactly. Yeah. Just
0: by going to kindofunny.com, you owe me money. <laughs> <laughs> Not true.
1: Don't worry. Um, you're good. Uh, but thank you so much. Cheers, guys. Cheers. 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 I <laughs>